Wait a second. Wait, I'm wait a second. Are we are we back to our old theme music now? Yes. <clears throat> that just that just dawns on me. Like, just use that. Wait a minute. Are we back to our own theme music? It's not funny, but it does draw attention to the fact. Yeah, but it's not funny. <laughs> I'm hilarious. <laughs> you are. So say something funny. I can't. Ponies. Troy. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious doesn't just mean laughing into the mic. <laughs> I'm 18 to 34. And welcome to a very special episode very of World special. 1 Stage 1. Well, there's one hint as to why. <laughs> uh, not special. I'm special. Oh, you went and blew the surprise. Damn it, tiny little robot voice. To be honest, that might be uh, for the best. Anyway, joining me as ever... Some say... <laughs> no, was... just say hello. Some say <laughs> that he was nature's attempt to create the Superman... And then he once ate the steering wheel of a Vauxhall Astra just to make the driver cry. What we know is, he's called Ian. Hello. Hello, Ian, who is joining me not as ever, but for once. Yeah, and I'm not on Skype or anything. I'm, I'm in the room. I he's right here. in the face. We, oh, can actually, the face. we can actually reach out and touch him right now. Might do it. No, he maybe do that earlier. There's, there's not a lot of good there to stroke. No, I... Oh, I was a bit disappointed. Oh. Also joining us? Hello. Oh, I didn't... Transatlantically I... and by the wow. power of technical magic. I didn't have a... I'm travelling through intro. time right now. And space. And, and also a siren, <laughs> apparently, is joining us here on the show. No, that's just the noise of my TARDIS. <laughs> Sweet! <laughs> Kipriath, take me away with you. Ah, it's too late. The noise stopped. <laughs> Don't do that. And some sort of lion is rolling <laughs> That's over my the corner. Place, you fuck. I'll beat you <laughs> no, up. No, no, oh, no. It Isn't stop. Simon the lion? Apparently, according to some. So what am I? Definitely looked like a lion that morning. You are Jack. Yeah. Holy shit! It's a lion. Get in the car. Holy shit! It's a Viking. Get in the fucking car. Where's a Viking? I'm You're Troy. a Viking. Here's no, a no, no. Viking. It's yeah. official. I have a cutie mark that says I am not a Viking. Where's a Viking? There's a Viking. Here's another little <laughs> Viking. I'm not a Viking. Viking, Viking I'm not Tony? a Viking. Viking, Viking. Right, I know he says it a lot, Duh. but I'm not a Viking. I'm Mike. <laughs> right, we've got introductions out of the way. No, you still haven't said who you I are. I said I'm Troy. Oh, yeah, I already said I'm here. <laughs> yeah, we're here. Okay. And also joining us is the studio audience. Say hello, studio audience. Hello. Zoe can't hear you because she's got headphones on again. Yeah, Zoe's playing The Sims. So, but she when is did also Zoe here. get a mic? <laughs> Zoe can have a mic whenever she wants to join us But at the moment she's playing The Sims Which You've got better things to be doing <laughs> I can't imagine anything better than this <laughs> Scabs <laughs> Scabs That was but I'm what you could come up with Pretty sure Scabs. <laughs> <laughs> <That> was... <laughs> Funnily, 
enough. I think The Sims might come up later, yeah. given our topic. Oh, yeah, it will. Which is, does it, one of our guests want to introduce the topic? Well, should we introduce our guests and... Like, we have. Where they we from? have. Oh, we've introduced our guests. Oh, that's true. We well, have Why announced. are we here and why is the subject we're going to talk about? We haven't just pulled into random well, off the You're here because you were driving home when you drove I, yeah. past Cheltenham. And is this not an episode about gay migration? No, this is an episode no, no, about gender and sexuality in gaming. <laughs> While Zoe appears. <laughs> I heard that flail. Oh, you, you're going to have to jump somewhere where there's a mic. Uh, there he is. There's a mic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how have you that guy hate you all? That's not going to be comfy. I don't care. The guy called Stereo. Okay. Is in that case, I'm going to have to rearrange. Uh, also joining us is Zoe. Hi. Uh, so, yes, uh, Ian, you are joining us because you were driving past the World 1 Stage 1 headquarters quite fortuitously. Yeah. And seeing as you are one of the hosts of the, the newest member of the Simply Syndicated Network. The family. Uh, do ask, do tell. Uh we thought maybe it would be an opportune time to tackle a more serious issue here on World 1 Stage 1. You can tell we're all in not, a serious not mood. Not that you could have told that it was going to be a serious subject from that introduction. Oh, absolutely. Um, um, I resent the implication. What implication? That, that we're incapable of serious. Who said that? I resent the implication that I need to be serious. Yeah. <laughs> I reject your reality and substitute the... the, the, the scabs! <laughs> <laughs> substitute scabs. So, see, seeing as, you know, you were coming on and, and the topic was so... <laughs> in, in your area of expertise uh, We decided we had to uh, Get your co-host In on the act Because this is very much your kind of A, a topic, this is of course Our um, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic episode It's the tool time salute To stucco it I'd, is like a little, I'd like a little whiz noise in there. I'm you sure you would. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pee-poop. World War Stage 1 pony explosion. You or, totally pee-pooped. As it's also known. Oh, gender and sexuality in gaming. Which is a serious topic. Right, you could tell I, where this is. I would like to distance from. myself from the term expert. Immediately. <laughs> I would also like, I would also <laughs> point out that I apologise in advance for the stream of dick jokes that will be coming from this microphone. Stream? <laughs> from you or him? Yes. Well, we're the same person. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> See, if you're the same person, you're really, really sort of start. malleable if you can do that. Just, yeah. just only, only one of them is into political slash... Only what? Only half of them. Then. Which part? That is true. They do political slash. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh I yes. Sarkozy and Brown. Apparently totally half. I ship world leaders. Rambama. Oh, that's horrible. Anyway, moving swiftly onwards. There's there's no real agenda for tonight's conversation, but <laughs> the gay agenda. <laughs> she went where I go. Gay agenda. Have you ever tried organising gay people? It's like herding cats. cats. It's like her- it's like herding fabulous cats. And just like that, this is where this is going to start going from this microphone. <laughs> Shut up. Mike. I'm going to play. Fabulous how cats. many times can I reference ponies in one episode? Oh, oh, believe, believe me, you've got willing allies on oh, this no. end of the. We're th- talking about the gay agenda. I'm surprised Torchwood hasn't come up yet. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I because digress. John DeLancey's in it. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> They, oh just my signed God. John, they just signed Q for Q the American Torchwood. Torchwood. 
Yeah, I, like Jack. I said, I finally got a reason to watch. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, um, <laughs> he, he better out only if he's John playing Q. <laughs> <laughs> it's John Delancey. So yes, he will be. <laughs> Speaking of the the Q continuum, <laughs> <laughs> the Q continuum, mm. the cutie mark. So yes, I thought uh, I'd. Uh, 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 <laughs> I thought I'd try to drag us onto topic very quickly. Look uh. that. Um, by going back to probably, I think, one of the earliest instances of um, gender... It's almost gender fuckery in gaming. The reveal of Samus Aran. Ah! Uh, which, if you're not familiar with it, as I know at least one person in the room isn't. Who? Really? Uh-huh. That one. I have uh, no idea what you're talking about. Let's be brutally honest. Samus Aran is the protagonist in Metroid. An old uh, was eight bit, wasn't it? The original, yep. Metroid. Yeah, the original Metroid. I've got, to, I've got to point out because otherwise we won't be able to get through this episode. That I think Metroid is a pretty cool guy. That is true. And Halo as well. He's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he fights aliens. He doesn't afraid of anything. Crowbar's head crabs. Yeah. He doesn't afraid of anything. Personally, I love Batman because he afraid of bats and doesn't afraid of anything. God <laughs> damn it! Can, can B can B go away for a while? So you put the wrong two on the same microphone here. But what I liked about Metroid... <laughs> Sad trombone! <laughs> no, dude. Riker misses was... his girlfriend! Charlie Brown! <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Like the, the, the reveal of Samus Aran. Metroid was a, a classic sort of um, power armor suited protagonist going around blasting aliens. Um, and the game was finished largely in that vein. Right at the end of development, the head of the project basically said, why don't we do a reveal at the end where she takes her helmet off? And it was not developed with uh, a female protagonist in mind, but sort of like Salt. At the last minute, they switched it to a female protagonist and saved the reveal for the end. Off comes the helmet and she shakes out a mane of red hair. Except Metroid was good. (laughs) Hey, Salt wasn't bad. Really? Have you seen it? No. I liked it. Then watch it. It's a good film. Oh, no, the trailer turned turn me off films for a few months. <laughs> anyway. Don't judge, don't judge by trailers, because half the time they make things look like completely different films. That is true. Are. Yes, but Skyline looked like a I, good Are movie. you audience or, or host? I'm not sure. I'm at this point. I'm lazy. That's what I am. Oh, I see. Also, all I know is Bravo. <laughs> well, we'll get there. I'm Yay! sure we'll get there. Um, but yeah, it was an interesting one for me because there's no indication that Metroid is anything other than your average power-suited male protagonist right up until that point. So Metroid is not the protagonist. Oh, sorry, Samus. God damn it. <laughs> uh, Samus is, leaking. <laughs> uh, is anything but a male power-suited protagonist until the very end. So you had hordes of little boys and, and some little girls obviously playing as well, but mostly... I think the demographic would have been male, uh, suddenly realising they'd been playing a girl all this time. Which was... <laughs> kind Sparking of a... a nationwide bonus. <laughs> it was an interesting decision on their part, and I, I'm glad, because it opened the door for more interesting decisions made by gaming companies in the future. I agree. <laughs> True story. I don't, it's one of those things where Simon naturally looks to us as if to say, all right, boys, now's your chance to discuss the matter. Opinions, thoughts... <laughs> No, I agree. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean to be a killjoy on that one, but well, yep. I'm I'm young enough that Samus is a girl is just canon. Just yeah, 
That is was always. Oh been. God, Metroid predates you. Me- Metroid <laughs> predates. Well, that's the point. You don't think about it, do you? You well, don't consider it weird. I don't care. But it was a big reveal when it was Samus. I get so... shoot aliens. I don't care who I play. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to thank Metroid for making it normal. Yes. Anyone else want to bring one up? What is a different Ma- point. Well, my main, the one I was talking about, yeah, something I was talking about yesterday was talking about being dude blasting space aliens. Rah. The reason it took me so long to play Mass Effect was because literally all of the advertising material showed dude Shep, and he looked, as as people have said, he looks like Mike. <laughs> no. No, look at the like hair. Dumb Mike. Oh yeah, he has Mike's hair. Fuck um, off. <laughs> um, my shepherd didn't have. But he looked. You know, it the fact that it was just dude Shep and how dude Shep and all of all of the super masculine advertising made me think it was just going to be like all those other games I didn't want to play. It was just going to be like Halo or any of those other ones where you're just a dude running around and your power armored superhero protagonist that we were talking about earlier yeah and it wasn't until well one i played dragon age as a woman all the way through and two you sort of pointed out to me no it's not that the advertising has given you completely the wrong end of the stick about this Mm. Also, you can have sex with a hot blue lady. <laughs> the hot also, blue lady was really yeah. swung it in my face. Also, you can have lesbian sex with hot blue lady. Uh, it's not, is it lesbian sex if they're not female? True, it's not lesbian sex. Yeah. But it's not, it's but... bestiality. Yay! <laughs> but that make, the interesting point there is that it makes... Um, it renders guys having sex with Liara not straight... Which I think is funny that it's fucked with. Hang on, it can't be oh. heterosexual. It can't be heterosexual if they're not female. Oh. So, yeah. Everyone who's romanced Liara or even just slept with the consort in Mass Effect. I accidentally slept you with the had... That was queer sex, no matter what you did. Yeah, exactly. See, it doesn't matter, because Mike Shepard was a one-hand sticking machine. Well, one of the dialogue options, she gives you a reward, and your dialogue option to be like a cocky prick is to go, uh, is that it? And then and she puts it in and your then she had yeah. stel- And then she had stealth sex with you, Rowan, and, and Sabina. Surprise sexed all three of yeah. you. Oh, I was disappointed. I was so glad. Oh, you as well. I was so I glad I'd already been told that as a joke about what had happened to everyone else. Cause then and was- me. Oh, man. The Asari <laughs> lady the touched one? us in a bad place. Am I the only one who knowingly clicked, is that it, in order to have sex with an Asari? Nope. The okay, one person who hasn't well. spoken right now. <laughs> the one-man universal <laughs> dicking machine that was my shepherd. <laughs> I, see, I didn't mind. I just didn't know that would happen when I clicked the option. Hey. I actually, I actually yes, I... yes, Sabina has raised a lot of interesting points to my mind about the Asari interaction <laughs> yeah, in that. she hates them. Yeah, well, she is a space racist. <laughs> a spacist. But... <laughs> Fucking damn it, Jack. <laughs> but she did she does raise an interesting point in that they generally don't fucking ask you what you <laughs> Yeah, they just kind of wind up pouring on you, don't and they, they? And they yeah, they start pouring on you and then they'll mind meld with you when you're not looking. And it's <laughs> Remember, it's not mind rape if you like yell surprise beforehand. <laughs> And then suddenly you got space babies and babies. Oh, it's like reproducing with Kif. <laughs> <laughs> no glove, no love. 
Uh. Anyway. Sorry, yes, to, to, to steer gently back on course. I still love Liara, though. You can't take that away from me. I don't care if you claim... <laughs> no one's trying sure to. I don't care if you claim gently. she's on the Ardaiyakshi spectrum. Yeah. You back on away. course. It's, it, all I heard there was, like, some guy with a giant cane with a hook on the end trying to pull you <laughs> off stage. I love Liara! Come on. Get. Back in the pen. Back in the pen. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, we might come back to Bioware, but you've leapt us forward through every generation of gaming. <laughs> right the fuck now. You asked me what you asked the everybody what they had to say, and we were talking that about power is space true. Tools. Yeah, it, that is true. Oh, I, I did. I did bring this on myself. I fully admit that. Actually, thinking in current generations, and again, thinking about what Sabina has told me in the past, mm-hmm. Warhammer Forty Thousand, Dawn of War Two. The latest one, Retribution. This is going in an interesting direction. I don't know, but this is this is thinking of the ambiguity of, of gender and the sort of atypical presentation of, you know, Samus mm-hmm, in the power mm-hmm. armor suit, what have you. The Inquisitor in Retribution is female. Okay. But she's probably one of the most well-armored, almost androgynous. Like, she's very sleek, her armor's very narrow and what have you. Mm. But it's not sexualized in any way. It looks 100% practical. And Sabina was the one who then pointed That's out... That's good. That's a problem in a lot of video yeah. games. And she points out, she looks like a warrior. She doesn't look like something off the cover of heavy metal. Mm. She doesn't look like a warrior woman. Yeah, she you looks like... You mean there like... isn't a breastplate that is shaped like breasts? Uh, not really. It... That, that was actually a good thing in Dragon Age 2, I noticed. The breastplates were not always instantaneously boob-shaped. Yeah. It was mm, actually that is true. really good. I like that. The design of the Inquisitor sort of follows... I um, can't remember who bought it up, but there's the old adage of anybody under 50 pounds of gear looks the same gender. <laughs> yeah. Of she's wearing a breastplate, but it's the same sort of vaguely moulded chest piece which anybody else would have access to. Hmm. It's, it's interesting. It's also a really friggin' cool design. She's an awesome figure, though... Pardon me, I can't stop burping. Do do look it up, because um, as well as being a really great game, I really like the Inquisitor. She's a badass. The Inquisitor in Dragon Age 2 is in a very similar vein, um, uh, presented in armour that looks practical, which I, I hope this is a trend, because mm. it looks like... It actually reminds me a lot of a more practical-looking Sister of Battle kind of armor in that it's a because she's a chantry inquisitor it's a mixture of faith and battle yeah and it's a very practical look i really like it she's a a very capable looking character she's a woman but that's not that's not the defining characteristic of a character Mm. she's somebody who can fuck you up who happens (laughs) to be female yes as opposed to a woman who can fuck you up yeah yeah, she's she's a threat first, <laughs> and a woman somewhere down the list of concerns. Yeah, woman if is you a happen list, to woman is in the list of concerns. Yes, <laughs> it's for me. Yeah. Come on, dude, think harder. I can't. <laughs> That's never you a true word. Yeah. Okay. You are talking to half of my brain, apparently. Yeah, I'm half of Mike's brain. I'm the bit that likes trains and tits <laughs> and slash fic. To be honest, no, I think we just me. learned a lot about sexuality there. <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. like trains. <laughs> I'm just implying that Mike is a terrible person. Is it weird? I think we're in, a, we're in a room full of people who almost universally agree that the coolest woman in video gaming is the woman who isn't the woman in video gaming. She's a character first, 
She's a, she's a who, who, we, who have we agreed is the coolest woman in video games? No, no, no. no, no. As, Just, in, as in the, the <laughs> I mean, me and you general. disagree very strongly yeah. on Cortana. Yep. Yep. <laughs> me, 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 me. Chief, do this. Chief, do that. <laughs> Sonic, <laughs> me, do take out the trash. I fucking love Cortana. Skinner! <laughs> And so does Master Chief, which is why I take issue with what you said on Do Ask, Do Tell. Go on, then. He is romantically involved with Cortana. There's no other reason he would risk himself in the way he does for her. Mission comes first. The mission is Cortana. Has been made to be Cortana. Yeah, the the last game, in which case he does... Yep. He goes into high charity. He has no real need to go into high charity. Yep. They can fuck it up from orbit. I agree, asexual, but not aromantic. Conceded. Fair enough. Cool. <laughs> oh, wow, that was easy. I'm, I'm used to dealing with these fucks. Hey, I, I will agree when I'm wrong. If you, if... That's true. That is true. Yeah. And then you will swear violently. For about 10 <laughs> then you get punchy. I don't. Right. So, I know. But I'm never wrong. So. Back, back to swerve gently back. We've, we've leapt several generations of games. Oh, no. Whilst we're talking about modern characters who are capable first and sexualized second. second. Yeah. Uh, come on. We're recording now. How far were we going to get into this episode without mentioning Chell? Chell. Or something to do with Portal. You know, she's put on weight recently. (laughs) Actually, yeah, Portal 2 is a fascinating study of gender in video games, but we can't get too deeply into it. I know. (laughs) I haven't touched it yet. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, because I don't want to spoil Andrew did say that he didn't mind if we spoiled Yeah, but I I mind. There's a lot of people who do mind. I I will fuck you you. I have finished it, and I mind if we spoil, because I've finished it, and I know what there is to spoil. It is so good. But suffice to say, going back to what we said about Portal, um, it is still an interesting uh, dynamic between two incredibly strong female characters, and their gender role really does come to the forefront in their interaction in this one. It's... But I can't say much without spoiling. She's so... Catty. Oh yeah. For the hot for the first half mm. until that point, you know what I mean. Oh yeah. Anyone yeah. that's listening knows the point I mean. But I don't know. But then uh, I'm listening to my. It's list, the fact I, that I'm vaguely listening. It's the to fact my... that there is a reveal later on that it was purely yeah. because those were the hot button topics, and it's not. You know, Glados truly understands what she was saying, but let's not spoil. Let's just say it's it's. I am so really well right done. Gledos is powered by the heart of an orphan. And I am also Not a whole orphan. I am also delighted to say that everything I've said about Glados has been proven true. Which I really like. I'm not yeah. going to go back and re-listen to you talking about Portal. <laughs> oh no, because it wasn't on the episode. It's just everything I've said since Portal came out. Uh, I had theories about Glados, and he said I was right. Portal came out. Yeah, that is true. Portal, <laughs> no, 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 just no, a okay. lot. Just generally, <laughs> I do talk a lot. But no, thinking again of Chell, the um, promotional stuff. I've seen mm. of her. Um, one of the shots, particularly, like she's running around with a portal gun. Yep. And it's that almost sort of ripply looking, where she's unbuttoned the jumpsuit. Yes. And just has it kind of tied around her waist. And there's the tank top and everything. And it's like, oh, hey, Chell's a girl. Yeah. But it's that, it's that comfortable, practical. It just works. Mm, it does. And that is. It's the fact that in a game like that, it's a first person game. And if it wasn't for the portals, you'd never see yourself. Hmm. So they really didn't have to put in a lot of thought as to who you were, what you looked like, but they did. And the way they went with it really interested me. As Like Alex Vance, who's a fantastic, capable, practical-looking female character in Half-Life 2. 
or indeed Mossman. Valve actually do pretty good female yeah. characters. Mossman, not so much. She oh, come on. Me. Michelle Forbes. Wait, me. Dr. Mossman is Michelle Forbes? Yes. Oh, my God! <laughs> right, there was a whole thing I'm on Twitter scared. about this. <laughs> I don't, While we not... were recording a show. Right, <laughs> I'm not ago. paying attention to Twitter. Sometimes. <laughs> I couldn't get over that Captain Janeway is a dragon. Which... <laughs> I've... I've been following someone online who's been doing some very, very good fan art of of uh, Kate Mulgrew's character in that. Oh, I gotta agree, oh, Captain Janeway is a dragon. No, <laughs> I, I really, this is one of the things that has proved that Captain Janeway is not Kate Mulgrew's fault. She is, in fact, really good because Blemeth is one of the most interesting characters in that franchise, I think, and the way... Kate Mulgrew has managed to portray sort of two different, you know, sides to Flemeth and what different mm. ways she presents herself to the world depending on context. Without having to resort to... Which was more of a Janeway thing yeah. than anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it's... I've, I've I... gone on record repeatedly as saying the problem is the direction Oh, good on God, Voyage. Yes. Can I just ask what the hell are you talking about? Because I've not heard of this. What? She's a dragon? Uh, She's the voice actor for somebody who plays a witch who can turn into a dragon. Yeah, um, Flemeth in is in Dragon Age and Dragon Age 2. Um, Flemeth plays a witch of the wilds, a um, apostate witch. Flemeth doesn't lady. play the witch. Kate Mulgrew plays Kate Flemeth. Kate Mulgrew plays Flemeth, who is an apostate witch Are of the wilds. Are you all right, Simon? Do you need a lie down? I do. <laughs> I really... You don't it understand how yes. much work I have done today in such a hot <laughs> office. I feel like I'm going to die, and I've just Bow. necked a can of Romulan ale, which Bow. should be illegal. Um... So already told you it is illegal all across the Federation. Yes, and I did the, not in the Federation. Uh, noise that Worf makes um, when he is reminded that it is illegal. Oh, we are such geeks. Anyway. See you, nerd. But yes, in Dragon Age 2, Flemeth is a shape-shifting Witch of the Wilds, and one of the shapes she can adopt is a dragon. That's bad. Cueing the line, which I rather enjoyed, if you're going to tell me they flew there on a dragon, we can just stop this now. <laughs> Um, but I think one of the interesting things is it's quite possible that Flemeth is in fact a shape-shifting dragon who can turn into a witch of the wilds. Yeah, it's, <laughs> am I a butterfly dreaming he is a philosopher or am I a philosopher dreaming uh, that he is a butterfly? Uh, <laughs> shut up, philosopher! <laughs> I think Troy is... Uh, I don't know what Troy is. <laughs> I hate that. So much circular logic and reasoning makes me angry. Are you sure you're not a robot? Paradoxes. <laughs> this uh, statement is false. My head was built with logic-resistant crumple zones. <laughs> That's a very interesting shade of cerise you've just gone. <laughs> yes, you can finally see the, the faces and the colours. He's gone this wonderful pink colour. I think he's going to explode in a minute. He'll pop. Bayonetta. Speaking of <laughs> ah, sexuality yes. in he video games. He wins sexuality in fucking video games. Well, we were just talking about capable, practical-looking women who are <laughs> characters first. Running into battle, first. tits first. <laughs> yeah. Or not. Bayonetta, ba Bayonetta is kind of the opposite. She is the other end of the spectrum. But I have actually seen good, argu 
good arguments for her here. And yes, she is incredibly sexualized, but she is also apparently, I haven't actually played it, but according mm. to some people who have, she is thoroughly in charge of her own sexuality. Oh, yeah. Throughout the entire but that's thing. That's what makes her sexy. It's, it's uh, this, and this is, this is something which is going to sound weird coming from me, but it's the idea rather, it's like Bayonetta as the mistress. All right, because that's pretty much yep. her role in the game, right? Yep. It's when the mistress is sexualized, so whoever is observing her is not about treating her more as an object of desire rather than submitting themselves to what she has in mind. She's not in control of her sexuality because she's being she's what, the boxer. Being what? Yeah. Yeah. She is in control of her sexuality. However. You, as the player and the audience, exist outside of the universe. Therefore, that she can control. Yeah. Yeah. However, she is are, not in control of your gaze, and we are the ones right. that come up with the critical response, not the characters within exactly. the game. Exactly. So this is why Bayonetta is very much the video game equivalent of exploitation movies. Interesting. Hmm. I still say that it is. It's deliberately marketed that way. However, oh god, yeah. The, the, she yeah. may be in control of her sexuality, but that's what makes her sexy, boys. Mm. And no, I agree. Yeah, it's... Mm. But then again, there is nothing wrong in having a character who is um, pro-sex and in charge of their own sexuality. That is not in itself a That's bad true. thing. But that game is dumb. <laughs> that yeah, game the... is dumber than rocks. Yeah, the, the bad thing is how her being in charge of her sexuality is presented in terms of it being there for your... For the male gaze, your... yeah. Your titillation throughout. Basically, being in <laughs> it should be pointed out: being in charge of a sexuality does not equal dressing like bayonetta. She has guns on her ankles. <laughs> She's got machine gun jubblies, baby. There is ah oh, god. I hate that fucking character. So but sadly, much. she is just an example of something that is a recurring trend in video games ever since Lara Croft onwards. It's also interesting that they that they deliberately put together violence with uh, blatant sexuality. I it's ultra violence, but in a really cartoonish way. I mean, it's not like they were doing manhunt level violence, where it's really gritty, visceral. I, I almost hasten to say that there isn't any violence in Bayonetta because it's so ridiculous and blocks. I the wasn't screen. talking about that game in, in particular. I mean, oh, video games played it, but I mean, in video games in general, when they when female characters are hypersexualized, it's usually because they are the badasses and they're going to kill you in an extremely messy fashion. Yep, yeah, that's... Mistress yeah. is sexy for you rather than because she's sexy. And it's not just in video games. I mean, it's the Baroness from G.I. Joe. It's the same thing. You got Infy from 99 Nights, who was a warrior princess who could mm. fuck you up seven ways to Sunday. And one of my best friends would happily... Take her home and marry her <laughs> shortly before dying because she'd kill it. I mean, even, I mean, we were talking about how Valve do this well, but in Half Life 1, there were the um, female ninja characters who were in jet black oh, yeah. body glove suits. They were the, the hypersexualized, badass female characters. So they were. I'd forgotten them. So it's something they've, they've moved away from, thank mm. God. Uh, so that is a recurring trend, Shotguns. very much so. That was the only solution to those ninja chicks. Yeah, that Shotguns. is true. Yeah. Or demo packs. One in each hand? I don't know. Oh, no, reload. Okay. Shotgun, throw that one away. Yes. I don't know if the bringing it back to Asari as ever, I don't know, because they can make your brain explode. 
Asari commandos are a recurring yeah. thing of Asari commandos but, are shit. No, but it, it's within the canon of the universe. Within they the are they are this room. threatening entity, but, but they are also Asari are inherently sexualized by all races. They including Salarians who don't <laughs> find things sexy. It's in Mass Effect <laughs> One. You go into the and there's this Salarian sitting there in the consort chambers going, I see humans find the consort irresistible too. And I'm like, why the fuck are you here? Why don't you, you reproduce by pressing cloacas together like once in... Uh, no, no, you don't even do that. She lays like the eggs and you fertilise a select one outside of her. Well, then there's the Salarian who's having the bachelor party as well, who at first is very... Uh, trying to explain how Salarians don't have a hormone-driven sexuality. They're not, they don't have libido basically, but by the end of the conversation is looking at the Asari dancing and going, mm, she is bendy, though. Um, so, yeah. All species sexualize the Asari, and in the canon of the game, all species fear the Asari commando. Because they're whores. So I can't, <laughs> I can't get past the Oh my god, Mike! <laughs> no, the consort was. The consort. That, that was kind of her job, yes. Well, <laughs> they sleep with okay. anybody. No, That's they don't. They, they can sleep with they anybody. They can't. That doesn't oh, make so good we. Mike. <laughs> Mike, you can sleep with anybody. You're thinking, you can right, to say yes. This is, this is where we get into the logic of a, no. an army colonel who phoned into a, a, a radio talk show because they were talking about people getting out of the army and going basically completely crazy. And the woman on the radio talk show was saying to him, you are training these young men to be, uh, giving oh, them the tools to become serial killers. Yep. And he just responded with, well, you've got the tools to be a prostitute, but it doesn't mean that you are. Perfect response. It's a great comeback, but probably not what the army needs in the art department. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was just uh, trying to think if there's any hypersexualization of the male characters in video games. It's something that I Kratos. think... Really? Only ever, only ever, sort of. I am. I, don't know. I am gay and and also ambiguous and Kratos? stuff. It's always. No, I, I no, think no, in that, Zoe. I don't think knows who Kratos is. Oh, okay. Is. No. Sorry, I was like, I was very confused there for a second. <laughs> I don't know who Kratos is. I was like, his opening scene but is in bed with Zevran. Oh, Zevran. Uh, uh, he uh, his sexuality is hyper. Um, is hyper. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not sure he's hypersexualized. Good point. He's not skimpily dressed. He kills nope. efficiently rather than flamboyantly. But that's not but to say that... every word out of his mouth does appear to be something to do with yes. bedding everything. Yeah, or his control rod. Um... Yeah. He is the Jack Harkness of Dragon Age. But it's, it's, no, it's an interesting thing, because we were talking about how the, the representation, the, the mistress representation, mm-hmm. the hypersexualized look, goes along with a certain attitude. And that hypersexualized image is certainly there for a lot of... Ever since Golden Axe, you know, big, strapping, muscle men. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you've got the Conan games, I suppose. Mm, yeah. But, they're but more that appearance a... is directly tied to their ability to fuck you up. Exactly. <laughs> it's more of an aspirational thing. You know, you're yeah. a spotty kid playing a console at home, and you're like, I'm playing a badass. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, give us, more, give us more information from Simon's childhood, because that was glorious. <laughs> no! Uh, <laughs> Um, and it is, it's Conan, it's mm. the barbarian character, but when it's presented, it's not presented in a sexualized manner, usually. Do you remember Death Trap Dungeon? The Vaguely, video yeah. The video game on PlayStation? Yeah. yeah. Where you had the two characters who both wore about as much as each other. Yeah. And you had the guy wearing basically just 
pants mm-hmm. and a waistcoat. <laughs> it's He's that... well dressed for a Saturday night out. It's from that same sort of people, I was playing Golden Axe and that, and there was just the really big guy with the sword and the yeah. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that before, but it's an interesting one. Um, I need to stop talking about Bioworks. <laughs> the only way I can do that is to go and play. But um, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, <laughs> but talking of hypersexualizing male characters, actually Isabella in Dragon Age mm. Two does that because she is sort of like, oh look at you know, I'm an object. But she spends the vast majority of the game objectifying the men around her. Yes, mostly humorously. And it is a sort of... Well, no, she spends a lot of it seriously hitting on Fenris. Oh, yeah, you see, I've never, (laughs) ever taken Fenris with me on a quest I didn't actually have to. Yeah, and and she will serious, you know, business sort of talk about sexy Um, things. Fenris, I would put it in. She's she's never tried to romance my Fenris because I'm... uh, My... Um, Hawk is oh. with Fenris, oh. so yeah, she stayed away <laughs> from. Yeah, yeah, she stayed away from my Hawk, who was with Fenris, because I was desperately attempting to have a tragic romance where she had to kill him, <laughs> and but it didn't but, work. But it didn't work, and I was so angry because Fenris has no backbone. Yeah, but um, she That's did. What I like. She did sort of. Bendy. She did objectify him a hell of a lot when I was with Meryl. And it was kind of hilarious. Plus, plus that whole joking thing about Varric's chest hair. <laughs> that was. See, I've never managed to be with Meryl. I've now had a look. Th- yeah. See, I've now had a look through all of the characters of Dragon Age Two, and I keep thinking, why would anyone be with Meryl? She she has eyes. She has eyes bigger than the average person. <laughs> and also, because Fenris, because they're elves. They yeah. they do actually have the same proportions. It just seems to be all the pictures I've seen of Meryl. I don't know what it is of the angles, or whether they've just modelled it so she's just looking very wide-eyed. <laughs> well, she is a wide-eyed innocent. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> you look like the elven equivalent of about five. But I'm we are now talking about, about yep. the sexuality, uh, which is a nice... Fen- uh, we, we've ta- talked about gender and sexualization, but sexuality. Uh-huh. Sensible next topic, I think. Mm-hmm. See, now, I was inordinately happy that I could make my hawk gay with... The other character, the other male characters in Dragon Age Two. This, I have never played a game like that before. This, I, this was my. I yeah. had a smiley face on when I. Did I that. was so happy because I did. I thought. Uh, I thought Dragon Age Two would be the same as Dragon Age Origins in that there would be one straight woman, one straight man, and one bi man and one bi woman. I did not realize that all of them were. Bye. Well, all of them were for anyone, and that was so fun and amazing to find out that you weren't being said, okay, you want to play this sexuality, so you have less choice. Well, it's interesting to see it happen, because Bioware have been railing against pressure to the contrary. Um, because in uh, Mass oh, Effect, Mass Effect 2 specifically... I hate... I, yeah, they took out Romancing Tali and their... Um, and... Gay Caden and things like that, specifically because they were like, "Oh, Shepard is a defined character," and I'm like, "Well, what? What the fuck does that mean?" So I'm glad that with Hawk, where they once again had a defined character, they were like, "No, actually, fuck that shit." I find that idea quite interesting because your best friend can be a defined character, yeah, yeah. and then they can come out to you, yeah. yeah. Um, 
And it doesn't change the definition of your best friend. And it's... It just adds an extra caveat. Well, it's the, the implication for me. The problem with it was whoever was saying that was saying, Shepard's a defined character and he's not gay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's just, a manly man. Hang on. Yeah. He's my character, who I'm, I'm making all the decisions, apparently. But yeah. I can't make game. that decision? Uh, guys, that's a pretty fundamental decision as to what kind of character I'm yeah. playing. Quite honestly, <laughs> I was really surprised to find out that Thane wasn't romanceable by dudes, actually, for some reason. This was because you'd shown me the YouTube videos where somebody had, in frustration and annoyance, changed the gender token. Yep. But it really... The scenes still made perfect sense. sense. It made perfect. They all made perfect sense. The Tali one works really well, well as a um, yeah. female female scene, which is what they were intending to do. And I hate that they chickened out. And the Garrus one would still work. And I don't know why they couldn't. Garrus with... is total bromance. Oh hell yeah! yeah. Because with Garrus, he's already overcoming the fact you're not a Turian. You're not made of metal. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that's the a fact big change. Whether you have a vagina or a dick is not gonna. <laughs> Worry him at that's this a, point that's because a much, yeah. that's a much smaller difference than you are not made of metal and yeah, you have this hair. I am covered in metal. You are not. If we eat the same food, one of us dies. Uh, if I go down on you and swallow, I die. But oh, man. you've got a penis. That's a problem for me. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I like I like the approach because I've not played Dragon Age two yet, but I do just like the approach. What I've heard so far of. Romance is not attached to your genitals. Yeah, Dragon Age 2, it's entirely character-based. Which is awesome. And hopefully, if they've now broken through that caveat, Mass Effect 3 will follow the same trend. Uh But I'm worried that because of the negative feedback about other aspects of Dragon Age 2, that they're going to lump it all in as fail, and that really Yeah, but it's negative feedback from assholes. But the, the, the response to the feedback from the developers was very promising. It was basically... There's no problem here. And also, yeah. Yeah, this you stop true. complaining the, the feedback, about a non-problem. And, and they have kept their, feed, their response to the feedback about the sexuality very separate from their response to the feedback yes, about have. the gameplay and the storyline. There's also the fact that you don't so seem to good. hear about the feedback saying it's great because everyone expects people to, you know, to sort of say that. It's really only the, mm. the people being dickheads and saying, oh, this is terrible, that yeah. really get the limelight because... Because I still haven't been able to be bothered to write my positive Metacritic review because I'm too busy enjoying it. <laughs> so you know. And as a rule, people are people are much more inclined to complain rather than absolutely. Yeah, uh, someone who is happy will enjoy the game. Someone who's not happy will <laughs> shut the game down and start furiously typing an email. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to write an angry email. I will use red letters. <laughs> but uh, Bioware are not the first to do. Um, mixed gender relationships, of course. Fable. Fallout. Uh, Fallout, yeah, going even further back. And, of course, Sims. Yep. Sims! (laughs) (laughs) And she's back. That was always always one of the great things about The Sims is that they never shied away from that. They were no, you know, straight from the start, they were no, you can have... It's not referred to as gay marriage, it's referred to as joined unions. Mm. In The Sims 2, at least. I, I think it is referred to as married in The Sims 3. And they were always allowed to do that. They were always allowed to adopt children. They yep. were, it was always really good in that way. 
There was never a deal made about it. It was mm. just, no. here is the world in which the Sims live, and this is all groovy. Mm-hmm. There is one option, or there is another option, and there is no difference between these two options. Other than, other than no biological kids, but hack that, hack that. Yeah, you know? yes. Mpreg oh, came M-Preg in as a mod. Sims, no. no, Mpreg was canon because of the um, alien, alien, abduction. alien abduction. And Mpreg makes everything better. I'm just putting, <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. You know, your dude Jack. would your dude what? would come back pregnant with an alien, and <laughs> you'd just have to put up with that. Morning sickness and green blood. Well. <laughs> but yeah, the reason I mentioned Fable, or the that reason bit. I was in, uh, encouraged to hear Fable mentioned, <laughs> is Fable actually did sexuality very interestingly. Uh, each character, each NPC that you meet in the world of Fable, has a sexuality. This is starting from Fable 2, though, isn't it? It's not no, Fable. Fable 1. Really? Uh, it was always built in, in the background. And it was not done as a binary. It, Fable sexuality was not binary. It was a scale. Ah. So you could romance someone as a guy who was a guy who was mostly straight. It was a lot of work. But because they weren't entirely straight, you could, with persistence, um, romance them. Eventually they'll let you put it in. With a lot <laughs> That's of how the real life works. Yeah, with a lot of gifts Basically, and promises. If you give someone enough like chocolate... I bought, I bought chocolates, roses and Crisco. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Uh, and equally, there were characters who were mostly gay, and then if you were a guy and they were a guy, or you were a girl and they were a girl, the process would go a lot easier. And everything in between. And uh, there were some people who were either end, and they were a binary, but that's true of real life as well. Uh, so I really liked that. as a, And the sexualities actually came in as something they labelled on the character from Fable 2 onwards. Ah. Did they become binary when labelled, or were they no? There was still as a, a bisexual. Uh, it's not shown as a percentage, but I believe it still is in the background. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you've got either straight, gay, or bisexual. Okay. Unfortunately, only the three. And as we know from Do Us Do Tell, there are many more. Many, many more. <laughs> I feel like going into that whole long discussion about my feelings on sexuality now. What are your feelings on sexuality? That it doesn't exist. That there is pretty much just one sexuality. People go for whoever they go for. And it's got very little to do with sort of gender and that sort of stuff. I mean, that can play a part in it, but no one's. I wouldn't say that anyone is specifically 100%, like I said, binary, one or the other. Oh, no, I've met people who are. You are. I, 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 I never have, so I've not had this experience. Yeah, um, You're crediting a large portion of the population with a lot more brains than they've got. <laughs> you see, the trouble is, I think uh, your opinion is being formulated on your experience with your friends, and people tend to attract, uh, like attracts like, mm-hmm. to a degree, so I'm being... very open-minded You're people. quite left-wing, quite liberal, and quite open-minded, so majority of your friends, majority, we... we do know some non-left-wing no, no, friends. He's left-wing now. I know he's coming over to our way of thinking. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. We're uh, basically the most absolutely... Unemployment will do that to Single, <laughs> single-minded people. You know? yeah. We're all completely... No, being on totally benefits straight. whilst the Tories are in, that'll Obviously. do it to you. But I'm, um, I'm not saying that the possibility isn't out there. I'm just saying that hmm. I've, I've never experienced... I've never met someone or spoken to someone who would identify themselves as 100% you know, one, or one way yeah. or the other or whatever they say. So I can really, I can only base my own personal mm. view on this sort of thing 
through the lens of... And it's entirely possible that people who are absolutely 100% one way, uh, there are other factors playing in, whether it's a culturally uh, imposed bigotry, uh, for example. Or they're lying. Or or they're lying to themselves and others. Mm -hmm. (laughs) See, I I would self-identify as gay, but when pressed with this kind of conversation, Mm. I'd probably take a step back and say, yeah, I'm probably 99.5% gay. And and it's never been an issue. I've never felt Mm. the need. But that doesn't mean it never will happen. But I just don't see it happening. Mm. But those those are two different things. I do see the majority of people who do, you know, uh, to identify as one or would be sort of like that same 99.5%. It's pretty much as near as makes no difference one way or other, yeah. which I've said a lot now, one way or the other. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we're talking about sexuality, yeah. so why not one way or other? But uh, I say this as someone who, like, basically identifies as pansexual, so yeah. I just assume everyone's pretty much exactly the same in the head as me, which is a really stupid thing to do. When yeah. <laughs> Especially when you see the kind of shit I see. Every well, we have multiple pansexuals on this show. Hooray! To be honest, I don't even know how I identify right now. I'm going through an enormous crisis because I'm like, yeah, I'm straight, but I'm in love with Liara and Liliana and Meryl and Isabella. Yeah, Bioware just writes, you're perfect lovers. It's really terrifying. Yeah. I just, I never want you to meet the writer responsible for creating, because I bet it's the same person writing all those characters, and you'd leave me in a heartbeat. <laughs> um, you know what? I bet but I'm okay. Of, the she matter of sexuality there. is uh, very largely eclipsed by the matter of um, reality and and uh, made-up characters. Yeah, this is, <laughs> that is, the, major this is problem. the thing that's getting... That's the thing that's making you know I am, because apart from a few exceptions in my life, in real life, it has been, dude, so I'm guessing I am probably straight, but who knows? <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's who what's interesting. If, so, if you, if you uh, have experienced mostly straightness, but in a video game, there are these characters that appeal to you so much that are actually happen to be female, it does lend itself to the theory that, that uh, gender can be put aside for, for a person. Yeah. yeah, coming back to the conversation we were is, having at the start of the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is basically that is a really, really, really well put together way of what I was trying to say, but I kept falling apart. <laughs> saying one or the other. So thank you, thank well, you. I was yeah. just sitting here and letting you do my show. <laughs> I, I will also point that out. I always get really paranoid whenever I air that sort of my, my own particularism yeah. that that I might really offend someone. So <laughs> if I, I have to, hey, hey, this is World on Stage One. I know and, and offending people comes with the territory, I know, but this is like an actual serious thing. So I'm going to put this out there and say, well, if I, I have know, offended someone, I am really sorry. All of this is very opinion based, and nothing that any of us have said is in any way malicious. No. It's all just a, our opinions of how we see things. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it would become malicious if I explained why I think there are people in the world who are definitely one way or the other. That one dickhead I shared a corridor with at university. Um, <laughs> that, that would be malicious. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the point is that we all, we all talk about possibilities instead of invalidating someone else's self. Yes. Mm. Oh, yes. <laughs> She's good, isn't she? She is the co-presenter of Do Ask, Do Tell, and not any of us. Uh, And now you can justify why I've been sitting silent for the majority of this show. Well, you've just been waiting to pounce with, like, 
well thought out and reasoned comments. It's, we, it's quite cruel. Our very day. <laughs> we go quiet and Kipriath just strikes in with her scalpel braid of... Pre- bra- ah, shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? Boom. Intellect. Wait, so for the last... For the last... Whatever that... How long that conversation was, I've been sat here quietly because... Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, this is why they're hosting Do Ask, Do Tell and why I'm mostly just sort of sitting at home. Touching yourself. Looking at a wall in comparison. Hearing noises coming from that wall. They do clever words and things. What, walls? No, no, they do clever <laughs> they. I'm, I'm just wondering this, the situation you're in at home where you're sitting there staring at a wall, being amazed by the clever words and things. This is quite disturbing. I'm basically just, Are you all right? I'm basically just trying to string together a way of saying that you two are really lovely and you're also, like, really clever and shit. Who too? Ian and Kiprius. Oh, you couldn't, have, you couldn't have carried that on. What? With, like, me and Mike going, who, us? No, you two. Simon and Troy? No, you two. Zoe and Mike? You ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> Scabs! <laughs> oh, God. And this so, is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> so can well, we... well, Mike, if, if, if you do like listening to me and Kip speaking about this sort of stuff, then we've got a brand new show. Fuck yes, I'll be... Just come out on iTunes. Yeah. Go, we go! About plug, about it, plug it, plug it now! I am. That's he just what I was doing. No, no, like, I talk. believe that's what he was in the middle of doing. <laughs> Do it now! Stop talking while I'm plugging. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Is it distracting? Very. Okay. okay, go, go. Do now. Go on! <laughs> Introducing the brand new show on the Simpsons Syndicated Network. <laughs> Don't burp into the microphone. <laughs> Hey, you know when you were saying that there was going to be a moment when you completely broke down? I think we've reached that moment. <laughs> He's got a lovely shade of Charisse. <laughs> save me. <laughs> well, do it. Ian and I, Ian and I do a show on the Simply Syndicated Podcast <laughs> Network called Do Ask, Do Tell, in which we explore topics that have been, um, shall I say, touched upon in this episode. Oh, oh. yes, say touched upon. And Woo! welcome back to World things. What else will we be touching? I missed that. <laughs> All right, pizza, pizza, pizza fight. Is that not your pizza? No, that's an empty one. Samurai pizza fight. <laughs> well, whilst my co-host debates the the ownership of pizza, uh, yeah, I now I want pizza. <laughs> I am now caught up with Do Ask Do Tell, and it is really really good. And I do thoroughly Yay. recommend it. It's educational, informative, and entertaining. And I only occasionally... I should, I should hire you to advertise for us. <laughs> hire me, I'm bigger no, than him. No, no, what we've no done. I'll point out, just hire Simon. For the love of God, not, not, us. not us three. Hire Jack. That would be really interesting merch- uh, marketing. <laughs> merchandising as well. Because right, you know what my advertising would be? Basically, no, I want to see your merchandising for Do Ask, Do Tell. <laughs> <laughs> Knuckle dusters. Rainbow coloured? No. <laughs> he's, he's got just knuckle dusters. <laughs> no, no slogans. No, 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 no you know, They've got a little like speaker thing in them. So when you punch someone, it goes and it gives you the link to do ask do tell. You said dumber things in your life, but no, no, I'm not entirely sure that that's the advertising that we want. Print the URL reversed, so when you punch someone in the face, the, the URL is stamped across their forehead. Busted. I'll shut your face. Anyhow, on on that note, uh, (laughs) on the note of violence, (laughs) basically, anytime I try and advertise something, it involves knuckle dusters. Can can we not end the show about 
sexuality and alternative sexuality and gender in video gaming with the idea of knuckle dustering someone. <laughs> I would try and I would try and punch you in the face with someone like me. Damn it! It's kind of it's kind of a broad question, but something something to think about, regardless of gender, sexuality, what have you. Just off the top of your head, favorite character in a game. If not to think, favorite female character, favorite male character. It's out there. It's incredibly broad. (laughs) I know you love the ship from Elite, but that's not a character. (laughs) No, it's not. Which is a shame. Oh. Oh. Must have. What about Zelda? What about Link? No, because Link's not really can't a character. Stand Link. Yeah, he's not really a character so much as he is a grunting vehicle. <laughs> yeah, so you love him. Just <laughs> <laughs> a grunting avatar. Like the warthog. Sorry. The warthog. That's a grunting vehicle. Yeah, pretty much. He is just like the warthog, except you know, he, his job is to carry the hook shot from one puzzle to another. Exactly. <laughs> whilst occasionally, like falling off a building, going yeah. That's all he does. <laughs> he has no like character growth, as far as I can tell. Yeah, he um, gets taller. Unless he goes from tiny child to adult, I think that counts as character growth. Well, oh, only yeah. in the literal sense. <laughs> wow. I get really confused by Link getting older because, like, he gets sealed in time for seven years, right? Slowly when... aging. No, no, yeah. Well, he slowly ages. I understand that, but when he comes out, he's got a change of clothes because he's wearing gloves that he never had before, and he's got a pierced <laughs> ear. <laughs> uh, well, he had his, his little uh, rebellious phase while he was sealed in that. But time he was frozen lock. in time. Which uh, you think... have no idea what kind of party is going on when you're frozen in time. I just think someone must have snuck into the temple, found Link standing there, frozen in place, and just gone. You don't be a right laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and pierced his ear while he was like frozen in in this stasis. That yeah. was and definitely somebody with no imagination. Because <laughs> if I see someone who's frozen in time and can't react and go, you know what would be a laugh? It's not piercing his ear. <laughs> <laughs> Let's shave the cat. No. I want to see the version of Zelda where he's put in stasis for three million years. Anyway, Troy, money where your mouth is. You brought it up. All right. Favorite character, regardless of gender, sexuality, what have it's you. It's Moira, isn't games. it? Sorry? Moira. You can't see that I'm angry? Ian, narrate my angry. <laughs> he's angry. It, oh, oh, God. He's, he's, he's smiling. He's, he's silently raging against the world. <laughs> and the again, world. the Cerise. Hey, Troy, Troy, I'm a Moira sexual. <laughs> You're a freaking pimp nozzle, is what you are. Hells yeah. I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult. I'm going to take it as a compliment. I'll probably say, my, my favourite character, acting, characterization, growth, potential for... Variants on playthroughs. Female Shepherd. Hell yeah! Male Shepherd. Because you like guys that look like Katie Lang. What? Does Mike look like Katie Lang? No, 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 no. Wait, only only when he's wearing that hat. (laughs) You know the one I'm. Also, also, you remember what my Shepherd looks like? The horribly. He's almost like grey. Yeah, he doesn't look like. He doesn't look like a, a, a sexual. What's the word? He looks like he looks like a Mexican stereotype. He looks no, because he's like white as the driven snow, and he's also he just looks like it's, damaged goods. It's my male shepherd that looks like a Mexican stereotype because right. he looks like Edward James Olmos. Hey, mine looks one. like mine looks like he's got the shakes from no, like a thirty-year habit. Looks like rent boy out of Train Spotting. Well, don't look at me in that tone of voice. <laughs> so Troy, we haven't established yet who your favorite character is. Female shepherd. Really? Yeah, really. Okay. Yeah. Who else? Gordon Come Freeman. On. 
Gordon Freeman. Well, well the trouble with female Shepherd is so? the reason I, I have trouble with saying anyone from that kind of a, an action RPG or a RPG is your favorite character because the character is what you bring to them. Ah, uh, she's largely yeah. oh, okay. She's All a reflection right. of you. Which so of course you like her. Which, yeah, <laughs> she's you, but female and attractive. The, no, no, therefore, makes them the perfect character for, depending on who is saying it. Mm. Of course, it's going to be again their favorite character. It doesn't really yeah. diminish it at all because it's kind of what an RPG does. Except that that's not the character. It's it's saying that's your favorite performance, maybe, but not your favorite ah, okay. character. Okay. Uh, I, I just have well, a problem with that. it's hard to choose a favorite when the characters you play are so much more based on what you do instead of what's... Yeah, this is why I'm having trouble thinking of a protagonist. I, I've got one. All right, Marcus from uh, Gears of War. Is it Chief? <laughs> it is, yes. I thought it might be. It is the Master Chief, uh, John from Halo. And, I mean, I can only really tie that to why he's my favorite character because I both played the games, and as soon as the books came out, mm. started reading the literature as well. And he Oh, is... that was an audible brofist. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and And I just, I love the Chief as a character. You meet mm. him when he's four years old, and you yeah. follow his life all the way to the end of Halo 3. He is a very cool character. And, right? you know? and I love him. He's brilliant. He's a very well-done character, but you need to have read the background stories to realise yeah. how cool a character he is. And that's the trouble, because is, is he your favourite character in video games? Yes, because or... he's a character in a video game. <laughs> well, okay, fair enough. Yes, I'll give I you know. that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jack. What? What's yours? See, I don't, I don't think I have a favourite yeah. character. Yeah. I, I like... I generally tend to like interactions between <laughs> characters... Sorry, carry on, but I just thought of who I love. Okay. <laughs> also, I... Do you need you a towel? I, I, I have a very, very short memory span. And who are you and who do you love? And I, you know, I do have an incredibly short attention span. So the fact that I've been playing, I've been marathoning all of Metal Gear Solid. It's, right. Now that I've been playing Metal Gear Solid 4, I can finally finish yes. this saga. It's probably going to be something out of that. Also, there's a lot of scope to talk about the sexuality in Metal Gear Solid, because, damn, that's a kettle of fish right there. <laughs> Is a kettle of fish particularly sexualized? Yes. There's some if sexy fish. I should hope so. Right. <laughs> I love sweaty basketball players. Oh um, my. Oh no, my. Come on, Lou. Fallout New Vegas. You immediately know who my favorite character is going to be. The and king? it's regardless. The king? Yeah. The king. You can't have the king. He's just Elvis. Elvis Why? was cool. <laughs> Why can't I have him? He's also dead he's in not, my version. Ah, he's very badly characterised because he's just a rip-off of Elvis. It's not a rip-off, he's, a, he's an homage. Yes. In as much as you can homage I think king. I've ruined this, this tool of comparison <laughs> anyway. A little bit. This was your idea. I know, it was a terrible <laughs> idea. Why did you decide to go through with this? I didn't, he did. Ah, you're usually so sensible, Simon. I told you to put your money where your mouth is. That's all I did. I did. And he failed epically. He, he has done, yeah. No, Elvis. <laughs> you mean the king. Elvis is my favourite character in video games. Elvis. <laughs> right. Okay. Mike, do you have one? Yeah, Gordon Freeman. Who has no characterization. <laughs> He's got a beard. Yeah. Got glasses. He, he's the most hipster scientist. He's got a crowbar. He's got a crowbar. He's a physicist who has a crowbar. My yeah. kind of shit. That, that's even worse than, you know, having 
Shepard or, you know, any other RPG one where it's your placing of characteristics because nobody's placing any characters. <laughs> Gordon Freeman is an empty husk. Gordon is, Freeman expresses himself de- only might, with violence. He is he is something somebody to carry. You the don't know what happened in his past. <laughs> he is a quiver. He's also a very terrible physicist. <laughs> I'll beat it with a crowbar till it works. To be fair, that sounds like most physicists I know. I date a physicist. She beat you with a crowbar to make it work. Sometimes. We all know who my favourites are probably going to be because I've already talked about it. Liara. Liara, Liliana, Oh, God, Tali. And and Tally. and actually Flemeth as well Dead because oh man I don't even know what's going on. And Sandal. <laughs> she looks so pleased with herself. Yeah. Sandal. He <laughs> might be sit my back favorite and I'm because think oh man, who my favorite what's going on with Sandal? Tali. See, I really Except for Tali. I really struggle with favorite characters because it's like picking your favorite child. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Because I'll tell you who my favorite child is. I hate all children equally. That's good to know. <laughs> Go team. Yeah. That was an inaudible brofist. It's because it's really um, far away from the camera. Yes, it was. And Camera's. also microphones. <laughs> yeah, but also shut up. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm not sure I, I like have a favourite character in video games. Because there are so many good ones, it's very hard for me to put them in order. Right now, I'd probably say GLaDOS. But that's because I've just finished Portal 2. Uh, also, GLaDOS is fucking boss. You, really, but... <laughs> uh, I don't know. There's hundreds of them. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Characters who have appeared in video games. Right? Right. I see where you're going with this. No. I hate Batman. Joker. Yeah, I was going to say Joker from Arkham Asylum would be right up there yeah. on my list. He's awesome. <laughs> he's got to remember, I, I don't specifically like Batman. I mean, oh, yeah. he's all right. Harley's obnoxious man, situation in that version. Oh, yeah. So oh, actually, that's the perfect example of sexualizing the dangerous, uh, yeah. supposedly yeah. dangerous character. Although she's not that dangerous in it, <laughs> and it's gotten well. It, no, I'm not sure if it's worse in Arkham City, where it's just blatantly urbanly sexual, mm-hmm. or whether it was worse in Arkham Asylum, where she was in a nurse's uniform, fetishizing she was, she her was as in well. A nurse's uniform on top of what she's yeah. wearing, because so fetishizing ah. her yeah. completely. Because yeah. her normal outfit, while it's you know skin tight, and so is so is Batman's. You know, it's it's <laughs> skin tight because she doesn't want anything weighing her down. She's an acrobat. It's a yeah. clown outfit. It all makes sense. It is a Harlequin outfit. Yeah, she's an acrobatic psychologist. <laughs> acrobatic psychologist, lunatic, well, murderer, that's, thief. That's, that's how she got. <laughs> Scab. That's how she got her scholarship to Gotham University on yep. acrobatics. Not really? on, she was not on a sports scholarship. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I've learned. I've That's learned. why she's not that bright. She was on sports scholarship. I've learned something new today. <laughs> oh, awesome. Don't make me like her anymore, but I have learned something new today. Kip, do you have a favorite? No, I don't have. Oh, first of all, I don't have enough experience with video games to have a favorite. But I also think that the ones I have played are so much more based on what I do with a character instead of a preloaded personality. And especially when the only the only way I can see what my character's personality is is through interacting with other characters. And they're telling me, like, oh, Gordon Freeman, he's the best. And I'm like, oh, really? I don't know that because I haven't played him yet. <laughs> it's That's okay. a fair comment. And then I finish the game and I'm like, oh, I am the best. But it's me that he's the best because I finished the game, not Gordon Freeman. It so turns out they were right the whole time. An easier question for you to answer. Favorite pony? Apparently not easy. Apparently a harder right. question. There, there is not one, easy. 
There is one easy answer. That's easy. This, right? It's Rainbow Dash. Pinkie Pinky Pie. I, Applejack. Applejack's my second favorite. Okay. Rainbow Dash. Pinkie Pie. I know nothing of these ponies. It goes Pinkie you Pie, will, Ian, Rarity. You will. I'm sure someone's going to link me. Yeah. Rarity. Fluttershy. Rain- I think it's Rainbow Dash. Pinkie Pie. Rainbow Dash. Rainbow Dash. And not a single fuck was given that day. <laughs> I'm sort of like. Haters going to hate. I don't know. Ah, uh, Big uh, Mac is in there as well. Yeah. Whatever the hell his name was. Big, Big Mac- Macintosh Mac- is Sh- awesome. Surely Doctor Who is going to be in there. <laughs> Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Well, and and by the way, my, those being my favourites, as you may tell with the addition of Flemeth and Sandal, it is not just characters you want to bone. Yeah, it is actually. <laughs> you don't want to put. You don't want to put it in Flemeth or Sandal. Oh. Ah! Oh, not that one. Now Open up the link I sent you in Skype. Sandals oh, scares the shit oh, out of me. It's like, yeah, we just this found him standing atop a mountain of corpses. And this is why he's one of my favourites, because what the shit is going on with yeah. Sandals? Yeah, what the hell did you do? Enchantment! What the hell did you do? Not enchantment is his new one in Dragon Age 2. That boy scares the shit out of me. He's cool. Anyhow, on this wildly <laughs> diverging point... No, it's not wildly diverging. We're talking about how we wouldn't put our bits in Sandal or Flemeth. Although I totally would put. He's it in an asexual character in video games. Yeah. And Flemeth would and Flemeth would cannon eat you, Morrigan. Has said <laughs> I that would die happy. Morrigan has said that happens. It's fine. Unfortunately, the link you sent isn't loading properly. But we'll have a look at that later because that's not really anything to do with the show because they can't see it. I might put it in show notes though. Now that Although it's come this up. Is, this is starting to like divulge into characters in video games that Jack would totally do. Well, that's a really long <laughs> list. That is a really that's long a list. So, <laughs> let's get out, quick. Let's get out while we can. So <laughs> I'll post the details on Twitter or something. <laughs> in 140 characters? I'll do several tweets. I've got, I've got to make up for like the year and a half I haven't been tweeting. That is true. Wait, Jack has Twitter? I have two Twitter in accounts. In theory, he has two Twitter accounts. Neither of them have been updated in a long time. I updated my actual Twitter account most recently, I, but I don't know when. I updated my Roman Empire account in January of last year. I'm not going to make a My Little Pony for Jack. It's just going to be Derpy Hooves. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> awesome. I expect a My Little Pony kip. I want to like My Little Pony. Well, you have to watch the show first. I, 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 I will when I get home. You can watch it here. I've got an Apple TV and a big big screen TV right there that's capable of ponying. Pony. Capable of ponying. Ponying. Big screen pony. I want a big pony. screen pony. I've decided I don't want to know. I want a pony. Yeah, you, you do. I'm, you're yeah, going to force me, do. but I don't want to. No, you do. Secretly, deep down you in the, in your heart of hearts, you know you want to pony. Your, your mouth says no, but your eyes. There, there, are, are there is magic and rainbows in your heart. You will, you will open it to the ponies. <laughs> I don't want to open my heart to ponies. Open your arteries to the ponies. You don't want to open anything to ponies. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Only to unicorns. So this has been World World Stage One. Oh God, yes, World One Stage One. Well, uh, I think we're done on the grounds that it's been like an hour and twenty minutes. Jesus. Uh, So that seems long enough. Uh, Although we could keep going, I have a feeling that this could run and run. Well, let's not keep going. Let's have the reverse crossover. Yep. So this is part one. Dun dun dun. Oh, oh we need to end on a cliffhanger. Shit. Oh my god, look at that bomb. It's got 30 seconds left until it blows. Which one's the 
wire that will not kill us. Tune in next time or something. Tune in next time to see when Jack turns into Chenandla Bong. Could I be a worse actor? This has been World 1 Stage (laughs) 1. I have been Simon. She She can't can't see you fighting! (laughs) Kip, you're next to Simon. You have to be next, okay? (laughs) Right, let's start again from the beginning. I'm pretty sure being across an entire ocean does not qualify me for next. (laughs) Let's start again from the beginning. And a one. And a two. This... (laughs) <laughs> it's not clapping time Please tell me time. that was a slap <laughs> That wasn't a slap sad. Uh, it, A slap was given that The day. next one you hear might be uh, This has been World 1 Stage 1 I have been Simon The wonderful transatlantic visitor to my right is Ari Or Kip I'm Troy I have been Ian We have been Mike <laughs> And Jack And I hate you Goodbye <laughs> You have been listening to World One Stage One. Visit our website at worldonestage1.com. Send us an email through the website or follow us on Twitter at W1S1. World One Stage One is part of the Simply Syndicated Federation. So get on over to simplysyndicate.com, join the forum, and join in the fun. And as ever, I just want to say thanks to the minibuses for letting us use their music as our theme tune.